Nefarious is coming out, I think, next week. Is next week April 14th? When is yeah. that? April yeah, 14th. April 7th today. Um, it opens in theaters nationwide, Nefarious. It is, well, except for the almost ending. There's about 10 minutes before <laughs> the right ending. You know, the last minute is good uh, because his fat face is not in it. Um, but, uh, nefarious is this great, great story that you're in it is what you're saying. When you say fat I, face, you're, I would you're identifying say some, it was somebody that was paying, playing me, but they were in a fat suit. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, it is a great movie. There's no swearing or anything. It is rated R cause it's disturbing, but there's no blood, no sex. No, there's nothing. It's just talking. It's just a, it's just a psychological thriller. Uh, that involves a demon. And you'll understand what's going on in the world. Nefarious. Get your tickets now. Whoisnefarious.com. I'm going to give you a couple stories here that none of your friends or family members that, you know, are not really paying attention will hear ever. And it's pretty telling, pretty damning, and uh, also something that's very concerning on a human level. We have got to have a conversation with sane people about what's going on in our country. I'll give you this amazing story in 60 seconds. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent, you know, even all of the time, it is easy to let that completely define your life. In fact, sometimes it's almost impossible not to. If you feel like you've tried everything you could think of to combat pain, you might feel a little bit uh, like you're at the end of the rope, but don't feel that way. You're not. If you haven't tried Relief Factor, I got my life back with Relief Factor. And I, I mean, you try everything, everything. Uh, if you're dealing with pain, please try it. I, you're probably skeptical. I was. I didn't think it would work. I took it for three weeks as directed, and I was shocked. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Take it as directed. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. Let me give you this story. This this amazing, and you will not hear this um, on mainstream TV. In fact, I'm just looking up no one's talking about afghanistan one is talking about uh, the naacp and the tennessee gop blah 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 the other one is israel okay tell me this uh, story isn't an important law enforcement officials in colorado have arrested a transgender individual 
with the Communist Manifesto for allegedly planning mass shootings at schools and churches in his area. News of the arrest was made yesterday afternoon, but the arrest happened on March 31st, just a few days after transgender terrorists massacred six people, including three children at a private Christian school. The individual is a biological male who goes by a different female name and uses she, her pronouns. The 19-year-old was charged with criminal attempt to commit murder in the first degree, two counts, criminal mischief, menacing, and interference with staff, faculty, or students of educational institutions. The suspect allegedly targeted Timberview Middle School, Prairie Hills Elementary, Pine Creek High School, and other targets that were churches. A family member turned the suspect into police, thank God, telling 911 that they had threatened to shoot up schools and they had severe anger issues. Spokesperson for the 18th Judicial District Attorney's Office told local media that the suspect was in the process of transitioning. Police say the home had trash piled up all over the house where it made it hard to walk inside. There were numerous containers filled with half-eaten food with mold growing inside and numerous alcoholic beverage containers laying around the house. The suspect allegedly punched holes in the wall inside of his home and ripped a door off the hinges. The suspect allegedly visibly shook his head and indicating yes when he was asked by law enforcement if he was going to shoot up a school. The suspect said he had been planning the attacks for over a month and he started uh, planning and writing a manifesto. So he was not this. This was a month in the planning. This is not a response to Nashville. The suspect allegedly researched how to 3D print firearms, made detailed list of numerous people to target, gathered information about how to make bombs, made commentary about notorious mass shooters, serial killers and politicians. Inside the house, they collected the suspect's manifesto, the communist manifesto by Karl Marx, and a notebook with suicidal ideations. Is that important? I mean, a week after, you know, the Nashville shooting, everybody's talking about the GOP suspending two of their uh, two Democratic members of the legislature because they led a march on the Capitol and uh, they disrupted things. Now, it is not an insurrection. That's not an insurrection. But it is also something that would have been forgiven, most likely by the worthless, toothless, spineless GOP. That would have been passed by. But now we have Donald Trump in jail. And I think the uh, GOP is like, really? You're going to start putting people in jail? Good. Okay. We're going to start prosecuting people. We're going to start suspending people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because what happened in Tennessee, the reason why this is really horrible that we are talking about, you know, the NAACP says that this is racism. They are not talking about the transgender individual that shot Christian children. They do it every time. 
if this guy arrested in Colorado would have been, you know, had a Ronald Reagan book and he had it all highlighted and he was a conservative and he was standing up for, you know, people to not have to go see a drag show in school. That would be all over the news. It would be the biggest news, especially after last week. If that were a conservative last week and then this week, they would have used this. I'm telling you, they would be grabbing guns by this time. Okay? But they're not. Why? Because these are their people. Now, let me ask a question. Why was he shooting people? Why, why was he going in to shoot people? What, what was that? Is it, was it just for this communist agenda? Does he just want to overthrow the nation? Uh, what was it? Because maybe he's being told by the media all the time that transgender people are being uh, pushed into a genocide. So, yeah, this is the one thing that you have to understand. First of all, if you are young and confused, confused about your gender or anything else, I get it. I completely get it. I don't even understand how you're not confused if you're in this world and everything you see on social media and everything else. I, I can completely understand that. And you most likely feel alone. You feel like nobody is paying attention to you. Nobody understands you. I get that as well. You have to know you're loved. You are loved. You may be in a bad situation with a bunch of people that you think don't love you. They may or may not, but you are loved, and there is a reason for your existence. It's not all bleak. We have to look at these individuals who are going through this and understand why a lot of this is happening. And then you get to the place where you like, okay, well, is there any mental illness? Well, you can't talk about that. Why can't we talk about that? There's mental illness everywhere in our society. Suicidal ideation. That's mental illness. But we're not talking about that. And we won't talk about this. This is now the fifth or the fourth. We've had three trans shooters, one non-binary, and now this one. So is that five? Do I have that number right? That's five that we're planning on mass shootings or conducted mass shootings. Five. That's a trend. And I have not been able to say I could find a trend in the mass shootings except for mental illness. Right? I mean, you've got right people, left people, but it's been mental illness. If you could make a trend and you were honest about it, you would say that it is people from the left, generally, with some people that maybe you could categorize as the right. And that's not a trend. Right? That's not a trend. <laughs> right. was, ne yeah. Neither. This is a trend. This is it's a trend. emerging, too. I, one thing you'll notice when addressing this idea of a trend, the media, what they're doing is they're taking the numbers back far enough that it it, it eliminates the trend. Like if you say, well, since 2000, only 
0.01% of shooters have been trans. And yeah, it's well, like, well, if, okay, but like, look at the last year. If we would have done terrorist bombings in the United States from uh, 1820. Right. We, we wouldn't have had any Islamic. It would have been one. Right. Exactly. It's right. It's, it, if you, if you, if you play with the numbers enough, you can get it to make it look like there is no trend. Right. I will say, you know, it's tough to know for sure if it's a trend because the population is so small when you're talking about transgendered people that it's difficult to extrapolate but that, that. But it is. Doesn't that make be. that even more? I mean, if you have, you know, if I had one legged hookers and there were four of them that were shooting right. people up in different parts of the country, I would be, how many one-legged hookers are there? Right. And there's the three of the four have done this. Like, right. you'd be like, that's ah, yeah. a trend. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of where we are with this. I hope it's not an emerging trend where, look, as you point out, the media has been convincing people that half the country wants every transgender person dead. Well, I want you to listen, because I, mean, I, I know we have transgender people who listen to us. Listen to me right now. I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with you. Whatever. You live your life. You be you, boo. Okay? You be you, boo. I'll be me. Don't tell me how to live my life. Don't force me to say, you want to say you're a woman? Fine. I'm not going to say that, but I'm not going to stop you from saying that. Don't force me into anything. I'm not going to force you into anything. I don't, I don't care. Now, just like straight people, you start doing things like, uh, I don't know, grooming children, just like a straight neighbor, I'm calling the police on you. Okay? But I think you understand that. I, I don't, I mean, we've had transgender people throughout history, people who have, you know, uh, worn the other clothes, pretended there. There was a, I, I've, I'm really bummed. I miss this document. Um, it was up for sale and I just didn't have the money for it at the time. It came up about eight years ago. It was from the 1880s and it was a, it was a handwritten letter from the head of this fort in the middle of the wilderness, American fort. And it was about, you know, Miss Higgins who had been the cook there at the, uh, fort forever. And everybody loved Miss Higgins. Until Miss Higgins died, and then they realized Miss Higgins is a guy, <laughs> and nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. So it's been happening for a long time, uh, and we've we've all kind of gotten along. And let's 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 let everybody be who they are. Do not try to teach my children that this is normal because it's not. Well, what is normal? What is normal? That's not so hard. That's really not so hard. A guy saying that he could get pregnant is not normal and because okay? it's not true. I'd argue more importantly, it's not true, right? Like yes. being like if it became normal to say something that was completely untrue, it would still be wrong. Yes. Right. And, yes. and it's like it's just the fact that this is not true, which makes it important. That is really yeah. fundamentally what makes it important. And that's why, that's why you can live side by side with people who are very, very different than you unless they are preaching something that is untrue and trying to get others. If they want to say, I'm a woman, 
and they can handle me going, no, you're not, dude, but I still like you. You're fun, whatever. Um, that's fine. Once we cross into the line of this is science. No, it's not. No, no it's that, not. That's, that's ridiculous. It's yeah. not. And it's uh, the problem is not with transgender people. It is with the left's agenda to mold our children into uh, into activists, mold our children into something that they're not, give sex really uh, creepy, unreadable kind of sex stuff that, you know, is not uh, usual. Let's say it's a venturesome uh, to our kids when they're in grade school. No. No, stay away from my kids. That's the message that all people should be hearing. Yeah, and you know, it's like putting it on a scale, right? Where you're talking about surgically altering children irreparably. Yeah. As you put that against the Dylan Mulvaney thing. The Dylan Mulvaney thing is irritating because it's just pandering from this company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like on a scale, like the Dylan Mulvaney thing happens and whatever. I may or may not drink Bud Light again. Like whatever. But, like, I mean, that's a very strange cultural trend. We are talking about our children, not just in school, but the mutilation of children. And by the way, I just want to give you a real quick story here. New Zealand soccer team abandons white shorts. Their women's soccer team is getting rid of their white shorts because they're citing period anxiety. Now, we're living in such an upside down world. I think it needs to be asked. You're not going to let the men wear white shorts, are you? Because men have periods, too. <laughs> Back in a minute. Uh, so, uh, you know, you could do all sorts of things to yourself, to your body. We've been discussing that a little bit uh, today. You could go to Brazil or Colombia, get all sorts of crazy stuff done to your face, too. Get rid of those fine lines, bags under the skin, or bags under the eyes, the wrinkles of your skin. Uh, but why on earth would you do that when it's so much easier to just use Genucel and do it in a much more... Uh, legitimate way. Uh, here's a review from a GenuCell customer, Claire. She says, I absolutely love GenuCell. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger, with a more even tone. And I only used it for a week. My advice for everyone, take a before picture. It's true. Nothing works like GenuCell. It's a recipe that has been in the family for over 20 years, made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches that are always safe, cruelty-free, and natural. The choice is Clear. Right now, you can go to genucell.com slash Beck and save over 70% off Genucell's most popular package, featuring their Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector. Don't wait. Go to genucell.com slash Beck, genucell.com slash Beck. All orders are upgraded to free shipping, and every subscription order includes a complimentary spring spa box with three spa essentials, also free. This is only available for a limited time. Go to genucell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. This week I've uh, asked uh, the nation to join me um, in fasting and praying for our country. If you forgot, just start now. Um, But uh, join us. We need to fast and pray and uh, humble ourselves. Because we're headed for tough times. And, uh, you know, I was listening. There's a new Muse album out. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
this album is, I mean, it, it's, they've always been revolutionary spirited, but this is like kill or be kill, be kill or be killed is one of the songs. Uh, our back is up against the wall, you know, one of the others, and we have no place to go, but fight our way. And I thought to myself, you know, in Europe, that's extraordinarily dangerous because they're headed towards another kind of French revolution because they don't have a God movement. They never have. That's why the French ended up with guillotines. And uh, it, it can easily head that way and head that way here. We have to be reliant on God. And you want it, You want to make sure you're prepared? Yeah, Put the gun in the safe for a while. Put on the full armor of God before you even think about the gun. The only thing that will solve this is not another election, is God and us turning back to God. He's begging us. Um, there is a, how much time do I have? Uh, I don't have time to play any of these cuts, but Greg Laurie is on with me on a podcast. I cut it yesterday. If you don't know who Greg Laurie is, um, you have to see the movie, The Jesus Revolution. It's fantastic. You will walk out of there flying high. It is so good, and it is a true story about Greg's life. He's the, he's the kid in it uh, that you kind of follow. And it's, the story's not about him, but it's about how these, you know, how at the end of the 60s, once everybody started seeing the death and destruction and the lie of drugs and promiscuous sex, these hippies that actually liked peace, wanted love, they turned to something real, and that was God. And they weren't welcome in churches. And... um uh, church started welcoming hippies It drove almost all the other people out um, because they were just oh, we can't be with these people uh, and it started a revolution and uh, he believes and so do I that we are on the cusp of that again and you want to see that you want to you want to really feel good and have a kind of a casual God moment this weekend listen to episode 180 Greg Laurie is another Jesus revolution on us. It's available for Blaze Scribers now and get it wherever you get your uh, podcast. Tomorrow it comes out. Back in just a minute with some other really good news. The Glenn Beck Program. That no one is paying attention to. Uh, sometimes happiness is as simple as, as a pair of comfortable, stylish, all-season slippers. Mike Lindell knows this. His company, MyPillow, sells some of the most amazing slippers in the business. In fact, they are the best-selling <laughs> best uh, item. If he would have done this first, he could have introduced the MyPillow, but he started with the pillow. Now, the best thing that sells at MyPillow is my slippers. They're fantastic, especially now. They're $25. These are like 150 bucks slippers. So you're getting 120 bucks in savings right now. My slippers, they have a four-layer design, uh, and it's patented layers to ensure extra comfort, comfortability and durability. They're guaranteed. They're really, really great. You're going to love them. And at $25, you'll never find anything close to this. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Grab a uh, pair of all-season My Slippers for 25 bucks. 
Go there now. Promo code Beck, mypillow.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Sign up. Get the podcast early, by the way. If you use the code STANDUP, you also save 20 bucks. So here we are on Easter weekend, and I have to ask you, is God real? Do you believe in God? It's really the fundamental question that we have to answer. Do we believe in God or not? And if we do believe him, then what are our duties? Is, is God real? And if God's not real, then everything we're fighting for, family, integrity, truth, it doesn't really matter. But if he is real, then this is the most important fight of our life, and maybe for a couple of generations. So that's the question we have to answer. Do we believe, and I mean really believe, that God is real? I believe he is real. And because there's evidence all over. There are, you know, how do you explain the ancient biblical prophecies? You know, where, you, where you're, you're going to be able to buy and sell just with a number. And it's going to be some, something that's put in your forehead or your hand. That seemed nuts. That's here. That is here. How there's never been a nation that has been dissolved and then prophesied to come back and, you know, 1900 years later pops back up. That's never happened before. In the Bible, um, God delivered his people from slavery in Egypt, but the Bible also said there's a greater exodus coming. Uh, Jeremiah said that God who brought his people out of Egypt uh, will bring his people out of the land to the north and all the countries he scattered them. That's what's happening right now. And most people don't know it. Jewish people are coming uh, out of the land to the north and all the countries that they were scattered in. And they are now immigrating to Israel in crazy numbers. This is the modern exodus. And I wanted to get uh, Reverend Gary uh, Chris Farrow on, uh, Christopharo on. He's from the Ezra International Group. He's working on it. He's seen it uh, firsthand. Welcome. Reverend, how are you, sir? Thank you, Glenn. I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me on, and uh, thank you for calling this day of prayer and fasting. You're welcome. Um, uh, the modern exodus what make the case that we're seeing this biblical prophecy come true right now well you you said it the the israel exists the jewish people exist that in itself to me is is evidence that god is real and god is faithful the the words that he spoke you read the prophecy they, those were 2700 years ago uh, he spoke of a day that we would we would look at a, an exodus from the land of the north and all the nations of the world as a greater miracle than that of the first exodus and we're seeing that we're we're involved in that right before our eyes jewish people are coming from the four corners of the earth and you know ezra's ezra's responding to another prophecy uh, from isaiah who says he will beckon to the nations and the gentiles people like you and i glenn that can help carry them to the land of israel 
So, um, what is Aliyah? Is that how you, or Aliyah? Is that uh, how you say uh, Aliyah? Aliyah. What is that? Yeah. Well, it's a Hebrew term that means to ascend. It means to go up, and it, and it has much more meaning than that. Just just to not just going up in elevation, but it's a, a spiritual ascent, and it has become synonymous with the idea of Jewish people returning to the land of Israel, and in particular Jerusalem. When you ever you go there, you're making a spiritual ascent. So Aliyah just has become synonymous with the return of Jewish people to the land of Israel. Okay, so is that the same as you know? Because I know a lot of people go when they're young and they want to make a trip to Israel and uh, they may even live there for a little while, but they go back home. Is that the same thing? Well, it, you know, the, the word Aliyah can be mean go up to the Bima at, in, a, in a synagogue. It can mean making a pilgrimage. But really, in this case, we believe that going and staying and making Israel your home is the full uh, you know, definition of making Aliyah. So why do you suppose is the war in Ukraine helping these numbers? I mean, people dismiss prophecy or they dismiss miracles because they're like, well, that's just because that happened. Well, yeah. But that's how God works. <laughs> yeah, every 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 practical every prophecy is fulfilled in a practical way. Correct. And and you know so uh, initially some Jewish people there there's this homing pigeon spirit that that ignites within them and they decide they're going to make the move and they just do that on their own with you know I believe prompting from the spirit of God. But then there are other factors like the war in Ukraine like economic collapse in a country, like anti-Semitism, persecution. All these things help push Jewish people from their temporary sanctuary, whatever nation they might be in, and then and they end up going to Israel. But this is unlike you've ever seen before, and you've been doing this for years. Yeah, well, the war in Ukraine definitely uh, increased uh, Aliyah, and not only from Ukraine. And you know, we've we've helped yeah. almost twelve thousand refugees from Ukraine, but Russian Jewish people oh, are leaving in vast. Yeah, yeah, they're seeing the writing on the wall. I mean, I have and, to, I have to tell you, you know, we are going back in time to some scary, scary times, uh, especially yeah. with Iran. If Iran becomes a leader in the Middle East, God help us all between Iran and Russia. Um, but uh, if I were Jewish, uh, I mean, I said to Benjamin Netanyahu, I can't get citizenship in your country. I want citizenship in Israel <laughs> because I feel like in the end, they're going to be the ones that stand. They the people who are going know what time it is and they know they're going to be fighting good versus evil. And the rest of the world seems confused on that. Yes, they do. I think that, that we need that moral clarity. And I think uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has that uh, good versus evil. And, you know, being in the land uh, is, is amazing. Uh, this, you know, the story of Esther, you know, what, what was what happened there at the end of, of Esther? God didn't just automatically deliver them. He gave them the ability to defend themselves. And that's right. what Israel is. I spoke to a good friend of mine in Israel. He said, you know, in the nations, they can come and kill me, but here they're going to have to fight me. So uh, how can we help you? 
Well, Glenn, I mean, the, as you know, the demand is great. These these are impoverished Jewish people who who need uh, our help. Ezra International comes along beside the the uh, the Jewish people that are trying to go through this process, and um, we help them with finances. We help them with document research and transportation, all the practical things that happened prior to them getting on a plane. Um, so I, I just ask your audience if they could go to EzraInternational.org. And, uh, and and make their best gift uh, as international.org. Uh, we we can we can the numbers as you say are increasing and we could use every cent. So I'm I'm painting a painting right now. I don't know. You probably don't know. I'm an artist, but um, I've heard, uh, yes. I I'm painting something, and I haven't known until right now why I was painting it. I am painting the uh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember the designation. It wasn't uh, USS. It was the St. Louis and maybe the, just the oh, yeah. US St. Louis. And I'm painting it um, at either sunrise or sunset. And the Statue of Liberty is is behind it. And I know they didn't go to New York, but they came to America with a dream of protection because there wasn't an Israel. And mm. um, uh, and it is the ship with the sunset or sunrise behind the Statue of Liberty. And I'm calling it false hope because mm. that hope of people standing up and saying, hey, we've got to help these people. Uh, I can't imagine being on that ship, seeing America's land and then not being able to get off the ship. And then that mm. long trip back, it was horrible. Um, I, I'm going to finish it and I'd like to, uh, donate it. I'll, I'll auction it off so you guys can take all the proceeds. Uh, oh, if Glenn, you don't that, mind. That's no, that's incredible. That is incredible, and it's so profound what you're describing. You know, I often say each year when we we have a Yom Hashoah memorial, and people say never again. Well, the Aliyah is the answer to the make it never is. again, not just the slogan, but but a reality. No, it is. I mean. You know, I have often thought as an American citizen, I'm not married to uh, the flag. I'm married to the principles that are in our Constitution, and they come from their Judeo-Christian values. That's what I'm married to. And if there was a country that made men more free and had a better mission statement than we hold these things to be self-evident, I wouldn't. I'd go. I'd go. But there Mm -hmm. is no Mm -hmm. place to go. Um, when it comes to Jewish people, I got to tell you, I, I just f- I fear we are headed right back to the same old kind of horrors. Luckily, people, Christians like you and others are standing up this time. May we never sit down. May we never lose our courage. Um, but boy, I, I mean, get out of Europe, get out of Europe and go to Israel. Amen. Amen. And that's why we're, we're, you know, we're working in, in all these former Soviet Union countries in Europe and even South America, because uh, anti-Semitism and, uh, and uh, you know, it spans the globe. Uh, it's uh, you're right, Glenn. I mean, it's time to go home. <laughs> uh, EzraInternational.org. You want to be a part of a miracle this weekend. Do you believe in God? I do. I have been. I've been begging the Lord for quite a while. Help me with an answer, Lord. And uh, I, I finally know the answer. And 
A lot of people aren't going to like it, and they're going to think that it's, you know, well, we are, but what else are we going to do? Nothing else. Humble, humble yourself. Make a, make a covenant with God that you are on his team. He's never going to be on our team. And then serve your fellow men, as Franklin said, that it puts you in the service of your God. Children, doing anything we can to save children's lives, to save from this medical mutilation. Anything we can do to help Jewish people, do it. Do it. We need every blessing we can get from the Almighty. Um, go to EzraInternational.org and please make a donation. Prophecy is being fulfilled right now. Be a part of this. EzraInternational.org. Thank you so much, Gary. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, Gary. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It, it's just not as simple as having somebody who knows how to find a good home for you that's in your budget. Um, but they have to get the best possible price for your home. You have to have an agent to get the best possible price for the new home. They have to know the area. They have to know what the value is. And I don't mean know the region. I mean know the neighborhoods and know what everything is selling for. The best kind of agents are the ones that are always looking for the next. They're like, yeah, I've got something that's not even on the market yet, but they are going to want to sell. Um, find the ones that really are professional, the ones who really know their area. The area you're either selling uh, in or buying into. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. Just tell us where you're buying, where you're selling, what your needs are. We will find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. Next week, I'm going to tell you about something that uh, I've been invited to in Virginia Beach um, that I'm going to go to in a couple of weeks, and I might bring several of my pastor friends with me. Um, there's a woman who reached out to me, and just local thing. Uh, and she said, I just feel that we have to make the covenant again, renew our covenant. Um, and, uh, and she's right. And so I'll to give you all the information um, on that. Did you hear what Riley Gaines, what happened to Riley Gaines yesterday? It's trending all over. Incredible. Uh, yeah, she was giving a speech in San Francisco, and this trans mob mobbed her. Uh, guy in a dress, you know, assaulted her. Do people know Riley by her name? She, she's a swimmer. Uh, she went up against Leah Thomas, tied Leah Thomas in a race, in, in which they made Leah Thomas get the top spot in all the photos and she had but it was to, to the tenth of a second i yeah, mean it was, it was the tied. same it was tied. tied which is an incredible accomplishment honestly. right i mean she's beating a guy yeah and she ties and you know you know what that tells me because they put they put uh, him on the number one slot mm -hmm. she had to go down to the second mm -hmm. but it was tied if what's his name leah thomas Le yeah leah thomas if leah thomas actually cared okay and wanted to extend an olive branch he would have said no 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 no. i've been up here enough she can go up or better yet no no no. we're both up at the number one slot or none of us are 
that would have been such a class move. But nobody wants to nobody wants to uh, uh, de-escalate. I, I, I mean, Riley has. Riley's not. Riley's a, just yeah, just pointing just out a, the truth that hey, I'm in the locker room getting changed, and there's a guy there with male genitals looking at me. I, I, is the type of thing in the Me Too era you think would be frowned upon? Yeah, well, only if you look like Harvey Weinstein, I think. Yeah. Um. All right. So we. Um, but basically, as you point out, assaulted really, in, in the middle of trying to give a speech. She's such a sweet girl, too. Yeah, I mean, she, like, like, this is. We are, you know, we we are entering a new era, and please, please, I beg you to beg everyone you know. No, 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 no. Do not swing back. They're going to start swinging. Just like they did. Just like the fascists did in the 1950s and 60s in the South. They wanted their way. The only way they could get their way is not through reason, but through force and violence. And Martin Luther King knew that. Don't swing back. Do not swing back. Protect yourself. But do not swing don't do it you're seeing how this media is behaving you think you have a chance of being the good guy in the end don't do it help god do our work get in line with him and things will change you will see moses style miracles in your lifetime i know that to be true but we have to live a life to be worthy of it. The Glenn Beck Program.